0: when you to fight me, yeah? Back at your back at home with your wife.
1: I will correct you, you are wrong. Ghetto man, and he fights in the ghetto way. He ain't touching the belt. He can't even reach it.
2: Are you guys fooling me? Are you guys, you better not
0: fool me. This is the Sucker Voice Radio Hour.
2: Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.
0: Look at that. We're back. Another episode, Suck a Voice Radio Hour. I'm joined here by Dave, the voice, voice as always. And it's not just the two of us this week, man. We're going to have a guest. We'll chat a little bit about the guest right now. We've got Jason Ellis coming up in a little bit. He's taking on a guy named Gabe Rivas at King of the Cage, May the 6th, this weekend, and uh, pretty exciting to have him on the show because he's got a little bit of notoriety behind him.
1: I think he could be, without a doubt, uh, the most famous person in the arena that night. Unless, of course, um, Jason draws some of his uh, celebrity friends to come and sit ringside. He uh, He's a radio host, ex-professional skateboarder. Um, He's bringing a lot to the table outside of Justice Skills and MMA for this one.
0: Yeah, so it, it's not the main event of the card, right? It is the
1: special featured fight. Special featured so, fight. That sounds
0: like it should be a so sideshow, like one of his, you know, like an Ellis Mania fight. But it's actually a real true MMA fight. They should never call an MMA fight a special fight.
1: Well, hang on. It, it, okay, so there's the main event, which is a super, super fight. And so, for the welterweight title, there's the co main event, which is a woman's fight. And then the featured main catchweight. Um, so, I'm, I'm assuming it's, you know, uh, he's third from last of the evening from the way it looks here. He's not the curtain jerker, but he's not the main event. How do people watch King of the Cage like us
0: up here in Canada? Is there, are, do they stream it? Uh, I'm assuming
1: there's most likely a streaming something available. you know what that's something we can definitely ask Jason when we have him on. I bet he would know I'm sure he would be, uh available <laughs> and and where that uh it's going to be uh available he's- um but this is something that Jason has taken um really serious uh he's one of those type of people that uh doesn't half ass much in life um he has dedicated himself. He's got himself the right trainers. He's on the Dolce diet. Uh, he either gets a phone call or an email from Dolce or a text message, almost, I think, every day just to make sure that he's, he's on point. Uh, it's a catch weight at 190. I do believe after training yesterday, he weighed in at 187, wow. which is a good thing, meaning he's not going to have to cut weight at all. He's not going to have to IV. Um, He's going to be uh, in great shape. He's also somebody that has found sobriety in his life over the last year, and used that as the driving force to get behind the training and such. So, uh, mentally and physically, I don't think Jason's ever been in a, in a better place. So, this is um, this fight is just uh, a cherry on the uh, on the cake of what Jason has accomplished in life in the last little while, and. Uh, this is just him having fun. This is him kicking back and uh, about to have a good time. Win or lose. He's, he's just doing it for the pure joy of it. He doesn't need it. It's not putting food on the table. Um, he's not trying to get diapers for babies. He already <laughs> has a living. He ma- makes a great living. This is this is like you and I, Jeremy, doing this podcast. Boy. We're doing it for fun. Boy, oh boy. Well, it'll be cool Which to Which is chat. a dangerous man to be going against. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, he could very well be, you know, overlooked. He's got one, he's 1-0. He hasn't fought since 2009. This Gabe Rivas guy has like, frick, like over 40 fights, or actually 40, over 40, 40, fights. 40 on the button. Yeah, probably. He's probably got more, but they're probably not on his record because, you know, back in the day there was all those underground fights. So that's pretty insane for a guy who's got over 40 fights to be fighting a guy who's 1-0. But you can't really look at the record and say, yeah, Jason's 1-0. He's fought his entire life.
1: Uh, yeah. Whether he was uh, battling inner demons or the the vert ramp being a professional skateboarder. Uh, and that being said, Jason has taken um, training seriously, and it's not like he just started six months ago, like uh, a CM Punk, and he thinks he's going to go in there. Jason tr- has been uh, training as a boxer for a decade now he's had two boxing matches with mma veteran gabe rudiger and he knocked gabe out in both of those fights this guy also has um the heart uh the heart of a champion he went in there regardless whether it was one arm or not he went in there with a real life human shrek shane carwin yeah (laughs) and let me tell you by somebody who was standing beside both of them at the same time i know they say like it's it's like a chihuahua and a rottweiler sure they're both dogs i don't know how and that's kind of like myself or jason standing beside shane carwin sure we're both humans i don't know how (laughs)
0: One thing I want to ask you before we call him, not about this fight at all, but we found out that uh, the UFC is coming to Edmonton, back to Canada. It's going to hit Edmonton later this year. Rumor swirling that that could potentially be the card that George St. Pierre and Michael Bisping are on. You think that's going to be the case?
1: Oh my God. I had not heard that rumor I now feel like a twelve-year-old boy. I'm getting giddy over here. I've had the opportunity to watch George win the belt off of Matt Sarah. It would mean nothing. I can't think of something that would mean more to me, more to me, than to see George win the uh, the middleweight title. <laughs> That'd be two titles I'd got to watch George win. And if he relinquishes the belt and does what I think he will, which is go down and fight Connor for the one fifty five er. He will definitely, if he wins all of these, if if everything goes in a perfect chess game, will go down as the greatest MMA fighter of all time.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I should My re thought. reword that. I wouldn't necessarily that that's what's been swirling so much, but I have heard, you know, here and there, a tweet, a Facebook message, someone out there say, hey, George St. Pierre, Michael Bisping, this fight card, it, it sort of makes sense. It, the time frame
1: works, so who knows? if that... It's a new market. They exactly. haven't been to Edmonton. George St. Pierre uh, is a Canadian, and I can't think of a better place to bring him back than would be in Canada. And if that's the next slated Canadian card, I mean, the only thing that can go better in our favor would be if they uh, decided to move that to Vancouver. Yeah, exactly.
0: One thing we are I mean, going to move... Not... Right into this interview with Jason Ellis, because we've chatted enough. we got to get this guy on the phone. Dave, I know you got places to go. I've got places to be. So why don't we get Jason on the phone right now? Let's do this. Joining the show now, Suck-A-Voice Radio Hour, Jason Ellis. He's taking on Gabe Rivas, King of the Cage, May 6th. Jason, thanks for joining us today, man.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: I got to say, I look at your sure dog page. I see you fought at Fight Night Events 2009. <laughs> man, I don't yeah. think anyone expected to see you get back in the cage. What the hell happened, man? What what makes you want to get back in there and fight this guy, Gabe Rivas, who probably fought all 40 of those fights after you fought that one fight?
2: Yeah, uh, well, I... I wanted to fight more after I had that first fight, but I was married and she said that I wasn't allowed to. So I I just didn't. I just, you know, you got to choose your battles. So I just said, okay, I won't fight no more. And and then I got to have like little Alice Mania fights to fill the the gap. and, And that, I mean, I just figured I'm not allowed to and that's the end of it. So I gave up. I still love it. I still train i obviously did a lot more boxing and then i uh just for the skateboarding like jujitsu and stuff like that my knees just gave out so it, it seemed even less possible as the years went on because i don't have any uh pcls in both my knees and i've torn my acls in both sides and only had surgery on one of them and they just wobbled a lot so i just figured one kick and it's over. So and then when I tried to do jujitsu, I couldn't walk the next day. And wrestling was just as dangerous because you could just twist stuff. So I just boxed and and that was it. I gave up. Couldn't. I just figured I couldn't do it. And then I uh, I got PRP about. <clears throat> I, actually got, I uh, tore my clavicle and separated my shoulder. And a doctor, a friend of mine, introduced me to a doctor, and I started getting that plate with injection stuff and it started to heal things and I was like, hey man, like shoot my knees up too yeah. <laughs> And then I just started doing jujitsu after I got all these injections and it was like night and day. Like I would train jujitsu and I really couldn't walk. Or it would make me really sad and then I trained jujitsu after the injections and I was fine. And I was like, holy crap So I just started going to a Muay Thai gym because I was like, well, can I kick? And I started kicking. I I started going to the the place that my boxing Mm -hmm. coach goes to. And then that's just the way things go with me, man. Like, If if I can kick and I can roll, then it was just a matter of time before I I, I got a fight.
0: So how long was that sort of time frame? I understand you said you got the injections and all that kind of stuff. When did it sort of toy with your head that, you know, this was going to happen? And and how long had you trained leading up to this before King of the Cage actually made this fight happen? Like, is it years? Is it months? Is it weeks? Like, what's the case here?
2: Nah, I probably, um, let's see, Ellis Mania 13 was when I got my shoulder torn out, so... Wait, Ellis may twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So about a year of it was about oh, was it like nine months of injections? I it was like that, right? Yeah, like nine months of injections and then I slowly started to get back into it. Um I think I I did some jujitsu before I started getting the injections and it was funny because my uh my coach was gonna give me a blue belt and I was like, I can't come no more, dude. I can't walk. <laughs> like it's and then I, there was the the conversation I'd had with other people was like uh do you want to walk your kids down the uh, uh, to, like down the aisle to their wedding, or do you want to go in a wheelchair? And I was like, okay, super. Like, obviously, I'll stop. And then when I got the injections, everything changed. So I think I started going a sack. Hang on a second, I'll ask my 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 timekeeper, Katie. A year? Have I been training MMA for a year? Not even not. Okay, so maybe like six months or something like that, maybe a little bit longer, eight months. But then it was like the CM Punk thing. Yeah, he came out saying he was going to fight, and then I saw him shadow box, and I was like, dude, you ain't as good as me. (laughs) I don't consider myself a legit fighter at all by any means. But if you're in the UFC and you're not the the laughing stock of the MMA world, I guess you kind of is, but not really. I mean, you gotta fight, and you train him with Duke Rufus. So I don't really. I don't. I kind of respect the guy for getting in there, and and then really, you know, what I mean, I, I mean, when I first started getting those injections and things started to heal, it, it like made me cry, dude, because I was like, I could get my skateboard life back. I lost my skateboard life. If this stuff existed back then, ten years ago, I'd still have the thing that I cared about the most. So to get a shot at fighting, I mean, I, lo- I love. Fighting even more, like it's it's more up my alley. Like you know, what I mean, I was born to be a fighter. I just chose it too late. Like uh, you know, what I, mean? I like I like I don't like like being angry and fighting, but the sport of fighting, kicking, punching, jiu jitsu, the chess match, being calm when somebody rings your bell. I was born to do that. I love that. So once that had once i then I was gonna try and fight him. Duke Rufus was calling me saying, "When I fight a catchweight," and I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll fight a weight. And then it just sort of became this hype thing. And then I became a little bit grotesque, a, a little bit offended by being a part of it. <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't want to be a gimmick. I just want to have a fight. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fight at a casino. Cause I train at Saxons and those guys train at a casino and they fight in a casino in LA. I go to the fights and watch them. I was like, I'm just going to fight there I'm the, you know, man, on the undercard and, and have a couple fights that's the end of it and then uh legacy called me and king of the cage called me and i was gonna fight for legacy and they said we have a fight in six months and i was like cool that'll give me enough time to like get uh an all-round you know somewhat of a of a game and then king of the cage hit me up and said we'll, we'll get you a fight right now and i was like all right because I, I mean i I'm not in it to be like some kind of champion that's ridiculous. I realize that my ability and my age is you know it's hilarious that you're even in it but I just want to scrap. So uh, I want to cut weight, I want to feel what it's like, I want to I want to taste. I want and I and I'm going to go for as long as I can like until something big happens, uh, you know what I mean I get the my face ripped off or or you know what I mean they break yeah. something that can't be put back on properly, then I'm just going to stay. I'm going to keep going.
0: Man, so many questions coming out of that one answer man i Mm -hmm. i mean speaking of the the cm punk thing i got to ask because you say that you know duke called you and all that stuff so that wasn't just a pipe dream all those tweets and all those instagram posts and all that stuff that shit actually almost happened
2: yeah yeah i mean i didn't duke Rivers called me man i didn't call him he called my uh producer and was like can we talk to jason and I mean, you would already listened to the show a few times, but I think they were trying to line that up. And I I don't know what happened, why it stopped, but I think, I I would have to say, I think Dana probably doesn't think it's a good idea. And I could think that Duke, I mean, sorry, uh, Punk wouldn't want it, because if you beat me, I'm just a radio guy. For sure, yeah. He's in it to try and fight a fighter, you know?
0: Definitely. And you say Legacy. They gave you a call. They said about six months. This one was right now. Yeah,
2: they, they offered me a fight. Yeah, and I, I said yes to Legacy. I was like, sure, man. And then they hit me up when they saw that I was going to fight King of the Cage. And they're like, hey, man, did you sign a deal? And I was like, nope, just one fight. And they're like, would you still fight for us? I'm like, yeah, man, I'll fight for you guys. Like, i I fight for you know, anybody.
0: So this this fight isn't yeah exactly this fight isn't just a one off then you you you're saying that this legacy thing could happen you could legitimately fight for legacy down the road as you said you know you're no spring chicken 45 years old but it seems like you're going backwards in time a little bit with these injections and stuff um age wise do you feel a lot lo- younger than what the number says
2: Yeah I mean I'm probably yeah, you, know, you got to take into account, man, I live a hard life, or I have done, you know, like every, well, when I was a pro skateboarder, I was not a person that lived uh, a clean lifestyle by any means, and then really, when, you know, I mean, when I retired from skateboarding, I, I went to the gym, I boxed, I fought, I fought Babaluza Brawl, you know I mean, but like what I did <clears> in the parking lot before I spied him, I don't think anybody else ever did, so, you <laughs> I mean, for me to be completely clean now. Is yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, even racing this weekend before the fight, people are like, Man, that's gonna wear you out. I'm like, You don't know what I used to race. Like, I used to race just blazed out of my mind and hungover. And because and, and it's out there, it's out there in the desert. Like, what are you gonna do? Drink beer all day. I don't care. It's just racing, it ain't skateboarding, it ain't real, it's not a real sport. Like, my level where I'm at, it was just, I was just doing it like as a hobby. Now, because of the sobriety thing, I'm just, like, militant, man. I don't, like, I'm already on weight. I was on weight yesterday, and the weigh-ins are still two more days away.
0: That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Uh, It's it's good to hear. Would you say, so you would say you're a completely different guy, person-wise, fighter-wise, than that 2009
2: guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely. I mean, for one, I was training at Fortunes Boxing. And I had zero jujitsu at all. Which, if you watch the fight, I was in a jujitsu a jitsu fight for pretty much the whole fight, and I got out of it. And all I had was wrestling from Team Quest, and it was sort of wrestling jujitsu defense. It was like, what you mean? Know, you need to get up, which is I did not do that at all. I just stayed down there. So now I have a lot more jujitsu on my belt. I have a lot more fundamentals when it comes to wrestling. I have a lot more uh, cage work. I know a lot more about that kind of thing, and really, just mentally, I'm just not afraid to do anything. And my, I mean, I, I, I see myself as somebody who would be a lot calmer and, uh, and and thinking a lot more than the last one. I was pretty much hanging on for dear life. I remember punching myself in the face before I, the the curtain went up. Yeah, and I punched myself too. Hard and I kind of like stunned myself before I went out there. And I was like, man, You idiot! Like, <laughs> trying to warm up, I'm kind of over warmed up.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious!
2: I've seen him do it, I've seen him do it before, you know what I mean? On TV, I was like, they just, You know, they're tough with their jaw up, and I was like, Boom! and I'm like, Oh man, I'm all dizzy from it.
0: <laughs> Would you say that you're you're Your LS Mania uh, bouts, I mean, despite the fact that they're exhibition contests and, you know, jokes, some of them and whatnot with whips and all that other kind of stuff. But some of them you you did get to box and whatnot. Would you say that those prepared you a little bit for this?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I fought Gabe Rudiger, that was a a pretty legit training camp. I mean, it wasn't like this one, but it was still, I put a lot of effort into that. I Mm -hmm. got into good shape. With that and and uh, mm-hmm. and 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 that was that's the best I've ever fought to date for me I think that first time I fought gay because I really had made some sacrifices there but I mean still when you say when I I made sacrifices I mean I was at a pool party three days before with my chick like slamming rum and pineapples and puffing like a chimney you know like. But it was, but it was like I wasn't doing it uh, all day. I was doing it only at night time and stuff like that, which made me think to myself that I was, you know, I mean, on on a mission. Which <laughs> is <just> pathetic.
1: <laughs> Have you had an opportunity to watch uh, tape on uh, the dude you're about to fight?
2: Yeah, 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 you know me, Dave. I watch video of everybody. I watch video of him all the time, and then I, I train for. I mean, to be honest, I train for, for anybody because I'm. I, I don't. I expect the worst. I train for me to fall on my butt with the first kick, and him being on top of me. I plan for the whatever happens. I plan on him not making weight, and they give me a guy that's way better, and is a j- jiu jitsu specialist. I I plan for everything, so. But I, if it is him and he does come out the way that I see him on tape, then uh, you know, really, my only the only danger because it's a small cage is to like just engage in a brawl, and that's really not my plan. But you know, I mean, I am good at that too, though. Like, if you do catch me and we and we exchanged, I I I feel like I'll beat him in that too. But you know, he's had a lot more fights than me. I know he's lost a lot, but. You know he's had over like 55. So I have, I mean, I've had one pro MMA fight, and it was almost 10 years ago. Like the dude's going to be a lot more relaxed.
1: You were still a professional skateboarder when he had his first fight.
2: Oh no! You can throw it, dude. You can still add in all. I know you add in else, man. You, you You add in. Let's see how calm that dude is when he fights Shane when Shane Carwin's like, dead <laughs> <and serious. laughs> yeah. Let's see how composed you are. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I'm still. I just don't. I just don't want to uh, take anything for granted. Uh, at the same time, I really want to have fun. You know, like I, the the, first, the the only fight I had, I was so concerned about doing this and doing that and, and nothing ever goes to plan, you know, so I just really want to be relaxed and I want to enjoy the moment because if it is the last time, because that could happen too, you know, like it, it could, I could just get destroyed and then that's the end of it. But I want to, I want to I take it for everything. I, I just know that you're 45, man. Like it, this might be the last one. Every fight I take, every sport I do should might be the last one. So I just want to like, take in that i'm in a venue and there's all these people there and it's a real cage fight and we agreed to this six weeks ago and you know it's a real test I'm i'm just super pumped that that and grateful that people have arranged for me to do this
0: for sure now judging by your social media i mean you've got to train with some pretty damn good fighters. Dominic Cruz being one of those guys. How much has that helped your game? I mean, it's got to be huge. The The guy's former champ, one of the best in the world. Uh, how cool is it to be able to train with him? I mean, obviously you're not starstruck by any means, but he's a pretty big deal when it comes to mixed martial arts.
2: I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I feel like I am kind of starstruck. Yeah? I mean, I've, I've always... I mean, I, I'm a fan, man. Like, I'm an MMA fan. And, and to me, when I when I roll with these guys or, uh, you know, mean, I train with these guys, uh, I am I feel like I'm 12. I feel like to me when I talk to Dom, maybe, you know, because we've sort of become friends, but I don't know. It's still like, you know, it's Dominic Cruz. It, and when he hands down wisdom, it's sort of like, you know, like I, uh, I'm Tony Hawk's friend. Yeah, I've been Tony Hawk's friend for 20 years, but if he was going to hand down a, a tip, in skateboarding if i was on the ramp I, w- I would still acknowledge that that the fact is that that's tony Hawk telling me that you know, I man, if i move my foot a little here it'll it'll help i i don't i, I see I, i'm a child when it comes to things that i that i adore you know what i mean like mma motocross when i talk to jeremy mcgrath i'm 12 man like <laughs> that's that's just what i become and, and i feel like when I train with these people, they see that and they are attracted to it. That's why I think Dom and those guys really like to help me because they see that I'm in it for the right reasons. Like I just love, I, you know, like teach me more, give me more information. Like I, I want, I want to learn. And when I learn and do it correctly, they see the joy in my eyes and they're like, man, this guy's really into it. Cause you know, I'm not looking to hurt anybody. I mean, it's a, Unfortunate part of the business, but I just want to—I want to look good, man. I want to fight and look good. That's that's that's, that's it. I want to like make you miss and, and slap you and make <laughs> you feel good about it.
0: What would you say your your style <laughs> got, is like? Like, what what fighter? If you if I'm you were a... to emulate someone, I mean, who who would it? Who <laughs> would your style look like?
2: Uh, I mean, I feel like. I mean, I mean, don't take this. This you're gonna twist this, but I <laughs> no, no, no. Because <laughs> like like, this is obviously like a, a older, uh, fatter, slower, more broken version. But I think I and probably the the thing that I relate to more these days and everything is probably Cody No Love a little bit. I feel like I definitely am a boxer. And I have a lot of combos and I have a lot of angles now and and uh, you know, I I have a lot of like I can i could, if you if you miss I can cut an angle and before you turn around I can be I can be next to you punching you in the face and I hit hard. So So and watch I, and out Gabe. That have these kicks <laughs> and a lot of What's that? I said
0: so watch out Gabe.
2: Yeah, look yeah, look, I, I did an interview today and the film was like look, he's lost fourteen fights and he's only won one by knockout and he he lost his and and he and the guy that he knocked out was 0 and five and I'm like, Yep. He's also fought a bunch of dudes that have beaten people that are famous, man. Yeah. You know, like he's and he I've also seen him fight Joe Boxer, a dude who fought uh in strike force and whatnot and he put his hands down and let that dude punch him in the face and laughed at him.
1: <laughs> Tagged him solid twice.
2: He lost that fight, but he, he put on a fight. He was in the he was in the game. He landed an overhand right that was pretty good. So, you know, and Dominic Cruz trained with him for years and Dom was like, you know, like Dom's that's what I like about Dom. He's a realist. He's like, look, dude. You know, the dude's maybe not that good anymore or whatever because he's older, but he's he's had 40 fights, dude. Like, this game is no joke. Like, you're, you've had one, and he's going to look at you. He's going to move around with you. He's going to see what you're doing, and he's going to be like, all right, maybe I don't want to strike with this guy anymore. I'm going to press him against the cage, and I'm going to wear him out. He's like, you better figure out what you're going to do when that happens. So that's why I worked on a lot of cage stuff when I was in Albuquerque with um, – Greg Jackson, so, I, you know, man, i got a lot of pointers, and, and Keith Jardine's been helping me out with that, too, and he's going to be in my corner for that stuff, so I, I, like I said, man, I, I'm not taking it lightly because I want to win, and then I want like two or three more in a, in a minute if you lose this one, what's the point? I don't want to see it. You know, no one wants to watch me fight again after I lose this, or, or I don't anyway. I, you know, I need to win this fight.
0: For sure. Where, do you know where people can watch this fight? Like, are, do they have an online pay-per-view? Do they have a stream?
2: I don't, I don't know if it's streaming live. I, I'll ask the guy, but I know that it's on MAV TV in six weeks from now, and then it goes to UFC 5 Pass. Okay. That's all I know. But, but I don't know about live stream. You'd think it would be live stream, but who knows?
0: Yeah, it'd be good to know, especially for us Canucks up here. I mean, I do apologize. You said pre-interview. It's tough to understand us. We will wrap it up now, Jason. Uh really appreciate <laughs> having you on, man. Uh, just let people know, I mean, they'd be idiots if they don't know where to find you in the social media realm, where they can find your show on Sirius. The floor is yours, man. Just give some shout-outs right now.
2: Uh, Well, Sirius XM, is uh, my show is officially tomorrow. It is on 103 for Sirius subscribers and XM subscribers. So you you don't need to pay extra anymore like they have had it, which really fucked over a lot of my fans, which is really a bummer. But as of tomorrow faction talk is available for anybody that has serious you don't have to pay extra it's not some sort of extra fee to get it so that's 8 a.m to eleven fifteen a.m pacific time and then i have a replay on faction music channel 41 in the afternoon and that is from 1 to 3 pacific time and then alistronics the podcast on itunes uh, website, Uh I know that, uh, you know what? Officialjasonallis.com might have a lot of the fight because I do have my team there that'll be like probably going live because they can go live with my phone with phones now yep. on my website. So some of that might have my fight. I, I just got a text from Marilyn Manson. He wants to come to the fight. So <laughs> nice. Just, there's like Dax Shepard and, and Ann H and, and Marilyn Manson and Rock <laughs> Cordry. There's going to be. Some weird people in the crowd for this for this fight. Not everybody has seen Everyone's going to be like, what is going on here?
0: <laughs> That's funny, because uh, Dave and I were talking uh, before we called you that uh, Jason would likely be the most famous guy in that casino. Well, it doesn't really sound like it with those names.
2: No, nah, no, nah, I'm getting trumped hard. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I, it sucks that day's not coming, man. I, I really... Was hoping he could make it, but I get it. he's got to do. He's got to do what he's got to do. I, I, I'm not trying to rouse you, Dave.
1: No, I, I, I do. I know I'm, I'm aware. I come across as a bit of a flake. You
2: don't at all. You don't at all. You don't. You don't. I, I, I respect <laughs> what you're doing. I'm just saying I love you and I want to. You know, I mean win and and see my buddies and and. Uh, I and, wish and, I was yeah, going to yeah, be there. It's, it's killing me. Killing me. Eat Peter. Because that's what I'm going to be doing, dude. And we going to be wrecking pizza, oh. wrecking cupcakes, cupcakes. wrecking them. food so
1: hard.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm going to look like Gabe Revis by Sunday morning. <laughs> 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 I, did. I didn't mean that. <laughs> years, I did not that awesome.
0: He's Jason Ellis. He is taking on that guy, Gabe Revis, King of the Cage, May 6th. Who knows where the hell you can watch it? Maybe check out Jason's social media. Hopefully, it'll be streaming live. Jason, good luck, man. Yeah, when I
2: find when I find out more, yeah, thanks, man. When I find out more, I'll post it on my Twitter. So if anybody, Alice, May, uh if, if anybody, as soon as King of the Cage says there's one other thing you can catch it on, I'll be sure to post it because everybody asks me. That's my social media thing. Where is it? When is it? I'm like, man, I, I mean, I don't run that part. I've just got to win the fight. That's all I can do.
0: Win it, I hope you do, my friend. Uh, good luck. It was a pleasure
1: talking to you, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Jason, thanks for coming on. I love you, bud. I'll see you next weekend. That was Jason Ellis. Woo! What
0: a fun little interview I. That I, couldn't have gone any better. No, it couldn't. I had no idea that uh, that CM Punk shit. Could have actually come to fruition. Like I thought that it was all just Jason. Oh no, for sure, I thought it was just Jason ploying for the fight. Like, hey, I want this fight. I want this fight. But the fact that his camp wanted it too is fucking crazy to me.
1: Uh, yeah, but I mean, he he has uh, a celebrity star status so that would be a big draw um they have a marketing vehicle if right off the bat he has his own radio show you know what i mean so it could make it like a massive fight true um, but
0: doesn't doesn't cm but, punk want a legitimate mma star or a legit it, like not a star he does, but he, he does, wants a but, guy who he can fight that builds his name a little bit right
1: i think he i think he's not that far off from jason though i think he just wants to fight yeah i hear ya you know, neither one of them are doing it for the money. Obviously, CM Punk is making uh, a huge chunk of cash for anything he does with the UFC based on his name alone and what he, what he is as a, uh, a draw and uh, how many asses he puts in seats. But he's not doing it for the money. He's doing it because he wanted to fight. For sure. There's easier ways for CM Punk to make money. All he has to do is walk down to a, 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 a ring, uh, say some lines, take a couple bumps walk away and you I mean he can do that four times a year for the for WWE and make more than the average human will ever make in their life.
0: I completely agree. What else I agree on is uh letting you listeners go. Dave, we both have places to be. We said that off the hop. We got this one done, man. Jason Ellis, what an amazing interview. Super stoked to get that one out there. Super stoked to be able to talk to this guy. Again, Dave, Thanks for doing the show, man. Thanks for riding shotgun with me. Just let people know where they can find you in the social media realm and your other projects you got on the go.
1: Uh, don't forget to download This Boy's Life, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and all other podcast apps. Uh, I also have a website, thisboyslife.com. If you want to go over there, you can buy me a coffee. I love some Tim Horton's coffee. And uh, don't forget to head over to redragonapparel.com and check out what I do in as my 9 to 5.
0: As always, check out MMASucka.com as well as all of our social media platforms at MMASucka. That does it for another edition of the Sucka Radio Hour. Oops, said it wrong. Sucka Voice Radio Hour, we're out.